2: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. I am your hostess, Tress Collins, here with inappropriate Uncle Bubba and our very special guest, Mr. Lupe Flores. Thank you for being with us again.
1: Thank you very much for the invite. Happy to be here.
0: Kevin is out today. Um, He's going to Waco. Do you know why he's going to Waco?
1: Uh, Nate has a golf camp uh,
2: thing down there. I, I think it's a kind of a way of recruiting, sort of. Uh, you know, so he's being recruited by. All mm. the big schools for golf. He's just a freshman. Right. Well he'll be a sophomore this year, so
0: Wow. Well I know. guess they gotta start their search early, huh? Sure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the, yeah, they're they're after him early. You know, I've heard where some kids have signed in like when they were in the eighth grade and things
0: like what? that.
2: What? Yeah, I know. Isn't that nuts?
0: That is nuts. Yeah. Wow. Well, good luck to Nate. Yeah. And safe driving to Kevin. Yeah.
2: And he can take some NIL money from Kevin. Since That's right. <laughs> Texas lending can be his sponsor. <laughs>
0: That's
2: right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's that, there's right? Yeah, well, I guess he's his sponsor anyway, so he's his kid. But anyway. There's that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, but we're here to talk about mortgages, y'all. Yeah. So if you have a mortgage question, send us your text message this morning, 972-387-4600, 972-387-4600. And gary and lupe will do their best to answer your question they're actually pretty good at it i think uh-huh. they'll i think they'll get it in well,
2: we've been around a little while a been little, little block, uh, yeah. <laughs> time or two time or two cut through the alley yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i see how you are <laughs> well, it's s- interesting
2: times like kevin you, you know we, we we've been talking about how rates have gone up just like gas prices have gone up but my gosh i just couldn't believe when i filled up yesterday I, I I was just you know paying $5 a, a gallon for gas. Well, now you're you're paying 5% interest rates on mortgages and that and like Kevin says that's the new low, people. I mean, it it could go higher. So, yeah. you know, now's the optimum time. It is what it is. Like I said, first house I bought was in 19 19- 82 at 18.5% interest. Uh, and that glad, was good then? Glad to get it. Glad to get it? Glad <laughs> to get that loan for that house. <laughs> now, the house was $65,000, but, uh, you know, that back then, you know, it was relative to how much money you made and stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, cost of living. A little yeah, bit different then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: what
0: well, do you have, Lupe?
1: Well, you know, just like Gary is saying, you know, everyone's trying to keep up with inflation right now. Gas is up. Electric bills are up cost of groceries is up and what is happening now and speaking with some of my borrowers you know people who used to live comfortably are now struggling all of a sudden it's a paycheck to paycheck kind of situation and wait till the new property taxes hit <laughs> later uh, this year and the homeowner insurance policy adjust to reflect the new up. values and you know so what's going on right now you know you you take a step back and kind of look at the big picture. And obviously, you know, we're not in a refinance market right now. Yep. You know, so we helped you refinance into a 2.5 rate, Right. you know, two years ago. Probably don't have a lot to offer right now, but we're in a cash-out market right now. So even if rates are a little bit high, when you start crunching the numbers, Mm -hmm. it's still beneficial uh, to do the loans. And, you know, people right now are cashing out to pay off debt, mm-hmm. maybe do a little bit of home renovations and bank some of that cash-out money yeah. just to have it in the bank to make, uh,
2: make them ends meet. until comfortable, we, yeah. I mean, you've get got, got money on in our that feet. house,
1: you got to yeah. get it out, you know. Yeah, so, uh, you know, later on I want to talk about uh, we get a lot of calls for HELOC loans, Gary. Right. You uh-huh. know that. Yep. And I want to maybe in our next segment talk about a HELOC versus a cash-out. Actually,
0: go ahead and talk about that now. What is is the
1: difference? Okay, well, you know, the way that I look at it, you know, people start out, they call in and say, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't want to refinance my loan right now because I've got that 35 rate, that 4% rate, and they need $100,000, you know, to pay off debt, wipe the slate clean. And what happens with a heat lock, you know, if maybe people know or they don't know, it's an interest-only loan.
0: What does that mean?
1: Uh, that means that if you just send in the minimum payment every month, you're just covering the interest portion. You're never bringing the principal balance down. That sounds horrible. It, it's like renting, basically. Well, then how do
0: you pay it off?
1: Uh, by sending extra, and, uh-huh. and that's where I'm getting at. A lot of people start out with the best of intentions with these HELOCs, home equity line of credit. Well, you know, uh, Gary, I want to pay this loan off in two years anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay it off in five years. You know that's the way it starts out with the best of intentions, but that rarely happens. You know, people just don't oh, have yeah. the people don't have the discipline to send in that extra payment, so they keep making the minimum payments, and now it's five years later. Mm-hmm. You still owe that hundred thousand dollars, and then
2: you end up rolling it into a cash out refinance. And now, and now <laughs> if you
1: and exactly, so now if you want to pay that HELOC off, now it has to be a cash out loan when you could have done that from the very beginning mm-hmm. and over those five years you would have brought your balance down a little bit but on the flip side to that let's say that we do a cash out loan now wipe your debt clean you know get a fresh start for a year or two till you plan your next move um, well when rates come back down you know the next pandemic or the next stimulus and you know, hey. I'm waiting for that monkey pox to to run, no no no. Right. All, all kidding all kidding aside second. all kidding aside. <laughs> no no but, but but when rates come down, then if you're in a cash out loan now, you can refinance back into what is called a rate and term rate, rather than a cash out rate. So, uh, you know, give us a call and let us help you do a cash flow analysis of what a cash out loan would do versus a HELOC loan and. Let us help you decide which would be the best route to go. Yeah, and, you know, here's the th- The first thing. The first thing
2: question people have to realize is, is a lot of times the people that call back in are some of my old uh, customers, yes, and sure. they're saying that they want to access the equity. The thing is, if you had done a cash-out refinance, that's the first question I ask them. I say, they say, well, I want to I do a HELOC or, or a second lien home equity. I said, well, did you do a cash-out refinance on your last loan? That's the first question I ask and they go yes. Mm. And then then you can't do a second. You can't have two home equities. Your house and they go well why? Well my my house is a, was a refinance. Yeah, it was a refinance with cash out, but it's still a home equity loan. Yeah. So when you have a home equity loan on your house, that means uh, if you're trying to get cash out again, you have to do the same one. Um, you know, the, so there's you know, like I said there's different ways of looking at it depending on how, what the loan amount is and stuff like that. Uh, the reason why back in the day I got into the refinance business and I and I basically just said I just wanna do cash outs because I knew that that was a sustainable business <laughs> right there because if people need cash out of their homes, they're gonna get it. One way or another. One way or another. And like I said, and then you know, I love to help with that and I always felt like that was that was always my niche uh because one one reason was is I was so st- stupid back then I couldn't figure out the escrows for a rate and term refinance. <laughs> so I said, well, if
1: they're getting cash back, I don't I don't have to worry about. It.
2: <laughs> no, when when you
1: got in the business, y'all were so using <laughs> that, <laughs> a, a, y'all were so using <laughs> abacuses, <laughs> weren't you? To, to, yeah. To, 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 yeah. Did uh, have calculators back then? Did they? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I could never figure out how to figure up that escrow. <laughs>
0: you know how many people don't know what an abacus is. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I, I think people that listen to this show do. But, yeah, uh, maybe. You know, uh, <laughs> like I said, it's uh, you know, I I, I said something to one kid about going to see Top Gun, and he goes, "What's Top Gun?" <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, you weren't alive back then right. <laughs> when it came out, yeah. 1986 or whatever, you know. So. I saw it in the theater. Uh, huh?
0: <laughs> I haven't seen the new one, though. But
2: You didn't see the first
0: one? No, I saw the first oh, one. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
2: And you haven't gone to see the second one? Well, no, I haven't busy. seen the second one yet. It's we've really been, good.
0: We've been busy house hunting.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. When you, fa- you thought you found one, and then... So Give them the scoop on that, Tress. Yeah, first-hand, first-hand right. perspective. First-hand buying knowledge.
0: All right. Well, here's the down low. We found this really nice little property, and we were getting excited about it, scheduled the inspection, and the inspection came back, and um, but loved the guy who did our inspection. Oh, he yeah? He was quite fabulous. Yeah, a real nice guy, and... he was just, he's from East Texas. He's like, this got good bones. I'm like, oh, I love you. He just, he had this great Texas accent. But um, we actually spoke with two different contractors just to make sure that what we suspected uh, could be true. But there was just too much water damage. It was a pier and beam foundation, and there was a lot of leakage from the roof, and there was a lot of, uh rotten wood
2: so it needed a new roof too
0: and it needed a new roof uh-huh. yeah so, so yeah it was
2: too much it was too much for for you to handle
0: Yeah, it was too much of a money pit for us, sadly. But it it was really, really sad because, you know, you wait, Uh you wait, and you have this expectation, you have to wait, wait a week for the inspection, you have to wait a couple days for the report. And then when you finally get that, and, and part of it is this lovely home is really kind of on a slope. And so, There was a lot of drainage issues for when it rains, and some of the wood was making contact with the soil, and you don't really want that. And... It kind
2: of sounds like my colonoscopy. You know, you had to wait <laughs> for the, the report to come back with the with the polyps. You know, and. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> okay. What an interesting no, analogy. You're, no, yeah, you're, p- you're on pins and needles because <laughs> you don't want to get a malignancy back, you know.
0: All right. Well, yeah. if we want to go that way, this <laughs> house probably had a malignancy to yeah, it. Yeah, so, that's what it uh, sounds like. It
2: had big polyps. <laughs>
0: but we did try to negotiate with the seller, mm-hmm. and um, we just couldn't make it work for mm-hmm. what we needed. Well, because... We just have other things that we needed to do to the house. My husband is handicapped, and there were some ADA things we needed to do to make the house accessible for him, which was going to be out-of-pocket cost for us. Nobody's insurance covers that. Right. So we had to take that into consideration, and and in the end— financially we crunched numbers multiple times we just right. couldn't make it work. it make so, sense? Yeah. We're back out looking for a home again today after the show. So You know,
2: and the good news the good news out there about all this thing, stuff going on. I have talked to several real I talked to one last night. I talked to my daughter-in-law, she's a realtor. And that the home scrambling is maybe is not is kind of going away there not as Uh, competitive as that not as competitive as it was maybe a month or two ago uh in in you know what's going on in the housing market not only due to interest rates but i think uh, you know a lot of a lot of people i think more homes are going to come on the market
1: no every other week you see these big announcements in the dallas business journal mm -hmm. or the morning news with these big Mm-hmm. companies announcing, you know, hundreds of acres to be developed, if not thousands of acres right. to be developed, and thousands and thousands of homes are on the way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, let's see what happens a, a year or two down the road. When but I've And I've also heard,
2: we had somebody that uh, sent us a, a text last week that said that uh, they were having builders' homes, people were falling out of those contracts uh-huh. because, number one, you know, their interest rates. I mean, I had one where... I had a g- gal approved back in April, and now where the interest rates are, she's not approved. So it was supposed
1: to close in August, and so she had to back out.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh no, that yeah. sounds that yeah. sounds awful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I was reading yesterday that you know there's always a silver lining in most scenarios, and not the uh, gas one. Not the gas, <laughs> no, but but the cost of lun- lumber is coming back. Oh now. yeah,
2: that's what I heard that. So
1: uh, maybe that'll. You know, ease Mm. up a little bit on some of these skyrocketing home prices uh, on the cost of lumber. So, but
0: but with the cost of gas to get the lumber where it needs to go, I
1: don't know. If you work from home, that might be a that's a good thing. A a good thing
2: there, (laughs) save on gas. Thanks a lot, COVID. You know, (laughs) that's one good thing that came out of it. Working from home. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, you know, our house has been on the market now for a week. Uh So, but. We've had lots of showings, we've had a couple offers, so we have some more showings this weekend and we we've heard that possibly another offer. They haven't even seen the home yet. So, but mm-hmm. we have like three or four showings already scheduled for today, so Nice. Woo! But we have some questions coming in. We have to go to break. Break. Be sure to get your questions into us. 972-387-4600 is our text line. 972-387-4600. That sounds like that should be a jingle. How come it's not a jingle? It is,
2: I think. Is it a
0: jingle? 387 three, under. Yeah. Got him. Okay.
2: I just yeah. made it up.
0: That's awesome. Send <laughs> us your text, right. and we'll try to answer your questions when we come back here on DFW Sports Station one zero five three The Fan. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Texaslandy Mortgage Show. I'm Tress here with inappropriate Uncle Bubba, aka Gary, and Mr. Lipe Flores. Hey. 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 I want to
1: make a statement, you know. Uh, you know, you know, Do you? I, you know I don't like to brag. <laughs> Do I know that? You know that, but <laughs> did you know that I've been named the best loan officer in Texas for 10 years in a row? By whom? My grandmother. Oh. So, uh, so, 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 Grandma, if you're listening out there, thank you for that, uh, for this award, for that vote. Aww, right.
0: that's awesome. <laughs> so, don't like to
1: toot my own horn, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. Well,
0: speaking of tooting your horn, somebody, and I won't mention any names, did send in a text saying, "Does Lupe prefer tacos or burritos?"
1: <laughs> Actually, I'm more of a steak and potatoes kind oh, of a guy. Knuck
0: it up. Yeah, right. And, uh,
1: but. Uh, Ste- tacos, burritos, they're both good. I know. And uh, if you know Mexico, gorditas. Gorditas. Are gorditas is the way better. to go. Tortas. Yeah, tortas is another one, but uh, I like it all. Tortas Alex. I like it all. And, I remember that uh, from when I was in Monterey.
2: Tortas Alex.
1: Yes. As you can see, I haven't missed too many meals over the <laughs> years, so... Uh, <laughs> I like it all. Yeah.
0: All right, all right, all right, guys. We have a question. Are you guys ready? Yeah, sure. Somebody's asking: When the Fed, when the Fed next week plans their interest rate hike, does that mean mortgage rates will hike up as well? And then, but wait, they have another one. Mm-hmm. We'll answer that one first, and then we'll go on to their next question.
1: Actually, uh, we've already. I think a lot of the lenders have already. Yeah, they've prepared already prepared for that, and they've already.
2: You know, uh, they, price they, it out. they've priced in the whole year's yeah, Fed. They're, they're, they're the a Fed step said, ahead. <laughs> yeah, they already build it into their future. So you're probably not going to see a whole lot of difference in the interest rates. The interest rates have actually come down about a quarter of a point. Um, and so that's that's the good news. And then, like Ke- but Kevin said, like last week, he said the, the Fed build, I mean, when they talk about raising interest rates, they uh, the mortgage market takes it all into effect and then that does affect the mortgage rates uh where they're at where they're at and where they're going um but they have they have kind of leveled off and we haven't seen the the fluctuation I don't know if that's a fluctuation. word fluctuation fluctuation that we had seen the first 3 months where it was like every day they were going yeah. up
1: and yeah. actually you know if uh You're only an eighth of a point away, a quarter point of away from doing the loan, and you're waiting for rates to come down just that eighth of a point or a quarter point. Call us, because on any given day of the week, our investors, one day they might have an appetite. They say, you know what, we want to buy 30-year loans today. Every application that comes through, we want 30-year loans. Or one day they might have an appetite for a 15-year loan. So on any given day, they could discount or bring those rates down to stimulate activity there. So mm-hmm. just because rates are, you you know, because what you hear in the news and the actual rates, they're never the same anyway. So if you're teetering right on the borderline, give us a call and let us check the rates for you on a daily basis. Yeah, but like yesterday, sense. I
2: had I had one that uh, we were, you know, I was thinking they they were actually looking for a par rate, and I think a. a it was off of like .375, and then I just got in touch with uh, the rate lock, and I said, "Hey, can we get this this rate at par for?" And they go, "Yeah, if you lock it today, we can get this rate for you."
0: What and is that par?
2: Par 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 means you don't pay any discount points. Back in the old days, you know back when we were me and Loopy were old loan officers or young loan officers <laughs> right? you know like when you bought a house you paid one and one you paid one origination and one discount coming <laughs> you know and that was that was pretty much the modification now when then when i started doing business my my whole thing when i do cash out i always want lowest cost lowest rate i always do zero try to do zero points and because here's what happens people that do cash out loans do cash out loans again I have one guy that I've worked with seven times,
0: mm.
2: and he a, actually inquired this week. But when he heard what the rates were, he was like, "Huh." Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> or not? Yeah. <laughs> but I know within a week or two he will
1: call back and do it because he needs the money, you know. Oh. And, and that's a good point that Gary makes. You know, mm. uh, there's two types of borrowers out there: the ones that just numbers guys. Yep. And they want the lowest rate, the lowest cost, but for those people that need cash out loans to pay off debt, mm-hmm. you know, so what if your payment goes up a couple of hundred dollars a month? If you're getting rid of fifteen hundred dollars a month of credit card payments or two thousand dollars a month of credit card payments, car payments, you know, furniture loans, uh, you're creating positive cash flow. So, um, so yeah, it's you know, yeah. uh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, like here.
2: I said, it, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, so you, you look at that. I mean, when you, with closing costs, closing costs usually are associated a processing an underwriting fee, an appraisal fee. Now you have an appraisal management fee because we have to hire a third party mm-hmm. to assign the appraiser. Good grief! Right? And so that's that's a se- separate fee now that everybody starts to have to pass it on because it's you know it's a third party fee. Title fees. Uh, a lot of times, you know, we don't know the exact amount of what your title policy is going to be until you actually, uh, you know, how long it's been since you've uh, refinanced in the past or things like that. Those are the fees that, that are associated with um, uh, with a refinance or even a purchase. And nowadays in a purchase, the, the seller is not paying for the title policy anymore that i'm seeing that they're making this it's a seller's market yeah it's a seller's market yeah and they're not paying any closing cost either uh so it's interesting it's interesting times uh, you know how things change around but it you know it may change around to where it's going to be a buyer's market again you know so
0: well y'all you have questions we know you have questions Mm -hmm. because there's so many moving parts to buying or selling a home. 972-387-4600 is the number to text. But we have one more question okay. before we go to our next break. So somebody is actually the same person. If last year I was pre-approved for a loan, put a down payment, and signed a contract with the builder, what happens if now uh, that I'm not approved for the loan? Do I lose the down payment?
2: I just had this happen this week with the the lady i was talking about earlier and the builder worked with uh there's writing in there that says that the earnest money is is not refundable but the builder refunded the earnest money uh and because they still had time to sell the house you know it it wasn't going to be built until august but now she's
0: got to find another home
2: yeah she's got to find a lower priced home a lower
0: priced home yeah wow wow that's sad. <laughs> that makes my heart sad. Yeah. All right. Well, so with that, <laughs> that are there sad. still are there still appraisal waivers happening? Yes, uh, those are on
1: regular refinance loans, not on cash out loans. Yeah. So I've the, seen them on purchases, uh, purchases as well. But an appraisal waiver is uh, so when we do the pre-approval application, we run it through our automated underwriting right. system. Right. Uh huh. And based on the estimated value that the borrower gives, our underwriting system, it behind the scenes, it taps into these uh-huh. industry valuation websites. So if, right. if the value that you give me over the phone, Gary, mm-hmm. falls within those parameters, then that triggers the appraisal waiver. Mm-hmm. That can save you what five hundred seventy-five dollars yep. to, to seven hundred fifty dollars. So a, those per are per still month. happening.
0: Yeah
2: yeah, still, yeah, yeah, for for sure. Especially with today's high, but usually, you're not like I said, you're not having refinance regular rate. Yeah, those refinance, are hard unless it, unless they had a worse loan. I have seen where they've had a worse loan. Than, or,
1: or going from owner finance right, to a, a, lot a of refinance. So I've, do I've, that I've done to, a couple of those.
2: Yeah, where you get you get yeah. appraisal waivers, but appraisal waivers on purchase, I've seen, I have seen that many times. This. In the last couple of years, really, yeah,
1: especially if you give giving them a but, large down payment. But when
2: you talk to a, you talk to your buyer, they say, "Well, I actually want an appraisal. I want to know what it's worth." You yeah, know? and then. And then it ends up coming in short, and then you're <laughs> 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 then you're really messed around by that.
0: <laughs> so that can happen. All that, right.
2: That can bite you in the rear.
0: <laughs> well, be sure to get your questions in, 972-387-4600. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of texts that actually just came in. Let's get to one more before we go to break. It says, Morning, y'all. Like the show. My family has just enrolled in a rent-to-own program. We hmm. have gone through inspection and are ready to move in this July. We have an option to buy after the first year. What are your thoughts on rent-to-own programs, and how does interest rates and inflated mortgage impact us as future buyers? Well,
2: it's very interesting. I know I've I've heard of these programs, all right? I'm not very familiar with them since I don't deal with them. Uh, do
1: you, Loopy, have you had any... For that what type of rent to rent to own like they can buy it after a year. I've had I've run across a couple of those. But from my perspective, you know, that can be a good solution to help you buy now, Mm -hmm. get into the home, because there's a reason that you're renting to own and not purchasing today.
2: And then you're you're building on the future that you will be able to buy it in a year. Now, whether you're self-employed and you don't have two
1: years of tax returns or something yet or what or what the issue is. But but rent to own still beats renting. So if it makes sense today, do the deal, and whatever reason it is that's preventing you from doing a conventional loan today, maybe a low credit score, debt ratio a little bit high, take care of that. You know, work on your credit, your debt, over the next year or two, call us and we'll help, well, in 12 months, it sounds like, that they have the option, call us and we'll help you refinance out of the rent to own into a permanent uh, fixed rate loan. Mm -hmm.
0: But how does that work for the seller? I mean,
2: well, the, there's got to be a hook in there somewhere. Yeah. So you're paying either extra
1: or, or they're going to probably set aside a percentage of their deposit. Rent. Yeah. the deposit or rent maybe to and help then with are charging payment.
2: more. I don't you know, like I said, I don't know the program. So oh, uh, if you want if you want to send us what it's called, we can look at it online and maybe give you an idea. Don't don't. I mean, yeah, we won't say it over the phone yeah. or anything like that. But if you send us a link to it. We can look at it and kind of see what the yeah. caveats are.
1: I'm doing a loan like that right now, but it's, it was an owner finance uh-huh. from, from four years ago and uh, uh, doing it into getting out of a, an 8% rate and dropping the term down to 15 years, and uh, everyone wins all the way around. So,
0: All right. Y'all, get your questions in. Keep them coming, 972-387-4600. We have more questions and more answers coming back for you here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show, where we get your questions via text message and have an answer. That's the way it rolls here. You guys are you ready to roll
1: ready ready
0: <laughs> all right we have lots of questions here so this question is from charles he's divorced father of four from mesquite he's been repairing his cr- credit since 2019 houses in east dallas county were in the 170 to 230 range mm-hmm. when they shot up to 300 in 2021 now they are slightly dropping to the 270 range and usda is probably USDA is probably my best option instead of FHA. I have a 633 score, only got approved for 115,000 USDA, 160 FHA. Rumors are in two years the market will crash. Is that true?
1: And if I could predict the future, I'd be at the horse track every weekend. Only we knew. No, but that's that's the mystery, you know.
2: I don't think in Texas we're going to have any issue with a housing crash at all. People are moving here like crazy. Still. That's not going to change. They're moving here for the demographics, for the taxes. Uh, you know, Their
0: companies are moving
1: here for tax that, that, reasons. Yeah, you know. Now, the only time that you might worry, you know, if there was a slight dip in values, if you're purchasing with no down payment. Right. You know, but if you're giving, if you're able to give a five, per, you know, for buyers that can give a five percent down, ten percent down, well, even if values come down a little bit, you'll still have positive equity. You want in it, the house. if you're going
2: to do yeah. USDA, Charles, you're going to have to look at Forney. You can't do Dallas. Yeah. Uh, I think
0: he
1: was Mesquite, so it's not well,
2: too Mesquite, far from. Yeah, Well, Forney he said East, to, Dallas
0: yeah, well, East Dallas County.
2: Yeah, well, the oh,
0: okay, that's going Forney's
2: not East County. Dallas County, so yeah, you got, I mean. Four, actually, Forty is about to close. Yeah, actually around uh,
1: towards Kauffman out that maybe, way. Maybe 70. he's from Mesquite, so
2: yeah. So <laughs> that, that that area. I mean, but you want to get that credit score up uh, even more. Uh, sometimes uh, USDA, you want to be at least a 640 on a USDA and a FHA yeah, for best rates uh, policy. The best the best loan out there is uh, USDA. Mm-hmm. I think you know if you can still get it, it's the Zero down, but you know, are, are is somebody going to accept a USDA offer? Because you know, basically, I don't know why, uh, but uh, the sellers seem to be down on USDA FHA. Uh, you know, they'll listen. They'll, they they'll listen to VA loan offers because they're veterans. You know, but I mean, they they you know they they're, they the it, it seems like the USDA and the FHA loans are frowned upon. Really? By sellers, yes. Mm. They want a conventional loan, or they want a cash buyer. You know, because of the inspections.
0: Mm. So a lot I of people see. are
2: doing, you know, where they they're not wai they're waiving in the inspection and waiving everything just to get the house. You know. Yeah. So like you didn't do It which is a good thing that you didn't do that. You know? I know, right? <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, we want our inspection. <laughs> yep. So. All right, moving on to the next question. I refinanced from a conventional loan to a VA loan last August with no cash. How long do I need to wait to refinance for cash with the understanding that it will take me to a conventional loan?
1: Wait, from conventional to VA? Uh Uh-huh. In Texas? With no
2: cash outs. With
0: no cash
1: out.
2: Last year he did that. How long do I need to wait? One one year. One year. No, I think you can do a cash out now
1: six months maybe yeah
2: no you can do a cash out right now if it, yeah. if it was a it, you know as long as yeah. it wasn't a previous cash out you can do a cash out anytime so, so you're good to go Yeah, back so we, into
1: a conventional cash out right yeah you can mm-hmm.
0: do that nice nice okay that was easy easy questions thank you <laughs> Here we go. I was on a situation where I completed a cash-out refinance with only myself on the loan due to my wife's credit score. Mm-hmm. Can I add her back on the loan within, within six months with a cash-out loan or refinance? I still have 189000 in equity in the home.
1: Well, you have to wait 12 months. You have to wait 12 months. Regardless if it's a regular refinance or a cash-out. But at that time, you know, that will give you 12 months to get your wife's scores back up. And whenever there's two applicants, well, they probably know that, you know, they always use the lower score between the two. But uh, so she has a year or so in to get the score back up and add her to the loan with a cash out or a regular refinance loan. Twelve mm-hmm. month waiting period.
2: Yeah. Well, if you did a cash out, you have to wait 12 months. Uh, She's probably
1: on title. With yeah, she is on I mean, title. I mean, but, uh, but if she wants to get added to the loan because the mortgage carries the most weight I, on a credit report, so I can see why right. I, want, I
2: want to put her on there. The one thing that I would su- suggest you do, and look, I've been down this road many times. If you're, If your wife is not on the loan, be sure and let the servicer know that she is an authorized user. That she can talk to you about, so that she can talk to the mortgage company in case something happens to you. I've seen this before where a wife has no idea, she's not on the loan, her husband dies, and they, they, they won't even talk to her because she's not on the loan. And she's not authorized to talk.
0: Although, even if she's on title?
2: Even if she's on title.
0: Hmm. Oh, man, what?
2: Had, we had to get a real estate attorney one time to help this lady get get the information to refinance her loan into just her name after her husband died.
0: Oh, man, that is good information to know. Yep. <laughs>
2: so I tell everybody if, if for one reason or another we're not having the wife or the, the husband on the loan to make sure that once they get their servicer who's servicing the loan to let them have... Put Access. them on as a authorized user in case of some, something that happened to you. Something unfortunate. Yep.
0: Wow. That is great information. What an awful situation to be in.
2: Oh, my gosh. That was terrible.
0: Okay. Next question. Y'all ready? Are most home loans investor-backed? And also, I live in a family-owned home but want to purchase in my name. What is the best way to go about that? Uh, the home is free and clear.
1: Yeah, for, you know, there's a thing called the secondary market. You know, so we're a direct lender. Mm-hmm. We, un- we approve and underwrite loans in our own name, but we do sell those loans to the secondary market. And behind the scenes, you know, we have a pool of multiple investors and, uh, that buy our loans. So that, that's how mortgages work. Other than the big national banks that originate loans and service their own loans, 95% of lenders out there, that's how it, it's Mortgage 101. You originate loans, you sell them to the secondary market to recoup your investment in the loan so you can do more loans. It's a perpetual cycle. Yeah. So that's how that works. We have a warehouse line. Warehouse line we have credit. a
2: warehouse line where we fund all of our loans, and then we, we sell the servicing rights. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are the are the ones on conventional loans that have have the loans. But we actually sell the servicing rights, yeah. and that's where that's where we typically make our money.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. All right. Next question. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Y'all, these are great questions. Get your question in. 972-387-4600 is our text line. And, y'all, there's no such thing as a stupid question. There's just not. That is correct. You, when you don't know, you just don't know. And there's somebody who does know who can help you. There's uh, so many moving parts. You just... You don't know what you don't know, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and you said something very important, that we have someone that can help you. Uh, a lot, I get a lot of overflow calls from some of the big national companies up, up north in Michigan. Mm. And they say, you know, I just got tired of talking with this young guy that wouldn't listen. He mm-hmm. just on and on about you got to lock today, you got to do this, and he just doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. So here at Texas Lending, we have a very experienced uh, staff of loan officers uh, I would say on uh, everyone here has at least five years of industry experience mm-hmm. if not more like Gary you know mm-hmm. we've got people here that's been in the business 10 years 15 years 18 years and that's where the knowledge comes in uh, you know with there's no scenario that we probably haven't seen somewhere along the way and we know how to you know, go ahead, Gary. You know, you talk to some of these people at like sick and Loans. It, the
2: first thing <laughs> that they want is five hundred dollars, and they they're just they're just high pressure sales. You know, is what they are. You know, and what they try to sell you a bill of goods up front. It may not be that way at the end. You know, from I mean, I've seen it over and over and over. When when my people talk to me, and and this may be a fault of mine. I am not a high pressure sales guy. I'm gonna say, hey, I'm a make sense guy. Does this make sense?
0: Yeah.
1: Let's do it if
2: it makes sense. You know, that's all I am.
1: Yeah. And with today's, you know, rate environment, uh, the volume is down a little bit. You know, there's no secret about that. So right now is a good time to call us and let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to try to rush you through a call and hustle you off the call. Uh, Let's sit down and and let's talk about your scenario. You know, let's do an analysis. Let's do a kind of a before and after, if you would. Let's look at your current scenario before Mm -hmm. If we do a cash out loan to help pay this off or do those renovations, here's what the what it looks like afterwards. You know, your positive cash flow, getting rid of debt. Uh, you know, home renovations going to add more value to your house. So we've got time to really take analyze your scenario so don't don't hesitate to give us a call
0: yeah because you know it's interesting we get um some text messages sometimes where people think their credit score is awful when it's not as awful as they think it is awful you know credit score is a matter of perspective
1: and not only that but what a lot of and i didn't know this until a few years ago there's over 25 versions of the fico scoring model. So whenever you go to the consumer websites to get your credit score or your bank credit card company sends you a score, they use the FICO version 8, which is the most common consumer model algorithm. Oh, More algorithms, different ma-
0: algorithms.
1: That on that the abacuses. Watch out for those abacuses. So, <laughs> so, uh, Somebody's
0: so, still using that. Yeah,
1: so, so mortgage lenders, and I forgot which credit bureau is which one, but we use uh, FICO versions 2. Four and five in particular. So, if you happen, if you're one of those guys that go to Credit Karma to get your score, yeah. if you click on the credit score disclosure, it'll tell you this is not a FICO score. They use a Vantage score. So, take the guesswork out of it. Give us a call. Uh, if you're right on a borderline or you think you're on the borderline, let us do a soft inquiry for you. Because remember, it's in our best interest to help you qualify. Yeah. You know, we're here to do loans, not to decline them. So if you're just a few points under, you know, our, typically our minimum score is six, 620. So if you're just a few points underneath that, you know, we've got enough experience where we can look at your credit report and say, hey, if you just pay these balances down to a percentage or so, uh, you can, your score will go up.
0: That is great information. Y'all keep those questions coming. 972-387-4600. They're still rolling in. We have more questions and more answers after this break here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the last segment of the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. I am Truss here with uh, Lupe Flores and an appropriate Uncle Bubba. Where did he go?
1: He want to go get some coffee, a little Top off the coffee, I think.
0: He is. He's so inappropriate. It's like there he is. There he is. We are back on the air, and we're kind of in a lightning round here because we have a lot of questions. So, are you are you ready, Carrie? What are you? (laughs) Oh my gosh! I'm back. Are you? Are you sure you're back? I'm back. (laughs) Okay, y'all. Here we go. Get ready. I'm currently building a house without a loan. I have the foundation done and the house is almost dried in, so the structure is up and windows and doors are in, but I will be needing a loan to finish the build. I'm not using a builder as I'm a a contractor and I'm contracting everything out myself because I work in construction. Could I get a loan on the current house or should I get a mortgage out on another property that I own? I'm needing about 80,000 with a 700 credit score.
2: All right, so the, the toughest thing about do, getting a loan for a building a house is that you have to have other people beside you. They're not just going to give you the cash to do it. They, they want to have it have, have structured to where draws are done and paid to certain contractors. Now, the easiest thing to do is take cash out on another property that you have if you have another. That's the thing to do. Uh, that would be get you the cash that you need, and then if you're going to sell that down the road, you, then it would pay off that lien
0: yeah all right. oh, let's see. Hello, I've been a caretaker for my mother for two years, so I haven't had a normal income. She passed away and left me the house. It's paid off. I wanted to do cash back refinance, but how hard will that be with not a normal income trail?
1: It might be difficult, however, we do have a specialty loan group that works with borrowers that have at least a six hundred credit score and maybe cannot qualify with W-2s or tax returns because of that unusual scenario, Or uh, they do bank statement loans. So what they do is they can look at your last 12 or 24-month uh, bank statement deposit history, and they have a formula that they use and kind of put a dollar amount, a qualifying dollar. I think it's 60% of your monthly deposits that can be used as income. So... Maybe a bank statement loan might be a solution. So uh, call us, and uh, we'll get you in contact with somebody in our specialty loan group.
0: All right, all right. Moving on, more questions. Sean here. Hey, Sean. I'm building a house in Waxahachie for 550 with 200000 down. I'm applying for the loan individually without my wife. I recently locked at 6% but had to switch to a VA loan because my debt ratio was too high at that rate. I'm a nurse, and I make around 90000 How concerned should I be that my loan won't get approved? They have questions about our child care costs and my wife's income. Credit score is 750-ish.
1: Well, that's the reason behind getting pre-approved, to identify all of those potential hurdles down the road. Do you want to chime in, Gary? Or well, what it, the, the question maybe, is maybe when, I you misunderstood
2: it. when you switch to a VA loan, then... That uh, does that mean they're putting your wife on the loan because they're asking you they have questions about her oh, child care costs and the income
1: because they carry over the spouse's debt. They take the spouse's debt on a, on a, on VA, a VA loan, loan. Uh,
2: okay. accounts against your debt ratio. So um, you know those are the questions I'd be asking. This is the This is the builder's loan company or whatever. Um, that's 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 the kind of questions you need to ask because it sounds like if you, if you switch to a VA loan you know and it, if they're not putting your wife and her in I don't know why they'd be asking about her income unless you were putting her on the loan myself but they they would be it would be counting her debts against your debt ratio
0: all right next question we have a USD loan and want cash out our house is appraised at 350 and we owe 110 but our credit has dipped is there any way to get cash out to pay off debt
1: what How low has a credit score dipped? That's the key. That's the question. Yeah, Yeah. so once again, we can do a cash-out loan with a 620 score or higher.
0: On a USDA?
1: uh, No, it'll be a conventional loan. So she'll have to come out of the USDA loan Mm -hmm. into a conventional loan. Now, if her score is below 620 but at least 600, that's that's where the specialty loan group comes into play again, Mm -hmm. where uh, they might be able to help her. with The rate will be a little bit higher. But do the loan a year or two down the road. Call us back when it makes sense to refinance into into lower terms.
2: And just to tell you, six hundred and twenty credit score may or may not pass, depending on loan to value, how much assets you have, things like that. I, you know, with loan level pricing adjustments, yeah. thing, things, things. At mean, that you loan,
1: yeah, Gary's right. Uh, typically, you have to call us. Yeah. So right now, typically. We could do them all day long with 620 but nowadays it really takes a 680 score or higher to really get a good uh, a loan, a loan a good, to value good, good amount get 80 uh, percent at lower least. loan to value so give us a call and we'll, we'll get it figured out
0: mm-hmm. okay next question income is 55,000 a year fico credit score is 773 how much could i qualify for what's a good deposit for a mortgage below 2300 a month also, if I buy land, how long do I have before I need to build on it? That's Lots of lot. questions. <laughs>
2: well, you can buy land tomorrow and not build on it for a hundred years if you want. I mean, that, yeah. that you don't, know, you know, unless it's a lot that requires you to build something, like at a, you know, one of these resort type places. Fifty-five uh, k, like Kevin always says, thirty-three percent of your income. It's about forty-five hundred a, a month. Yep. So you're you're looking in a. $1,500, $1,700 a month house payment uh, is what you would uh, be looking at. You know, you can safely, FHA, you can go to 50% debt ratio, um, you know, like I said, on a FHA. But, uh, you know, I don't know how much house payment you want to make, you know, if you got 4500 bucks a month.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not not always about the purchase price it's the loan amount that determines your payment so you can buy if you got more money to give down it's the loan amount that 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 drives the payment
0: all right one last question we we probably have enough time you're going to have about 20 seconds to answer this despite a good credit score does a high minimum credit card payment affect how much home i can afford that's a good question
1: well, that would be that would go against debt ratio. Uh,
0: you want me to read it again? Yeah, yeah. You no guys look ahead. a little confused. One more time. One more time. <laughs> Despite a good credit score, does a high minimum credit card payment affect how much home I can afford?
1: Yeah, because the the the
2: payment counts against the debt ratio. Yeah, yeah. It, All your debts are going to count. Your debt ratio is going to count. Uh, you know, the, the max debt ratio ever is fifty percent, but you know that's, uh, that that uh w- with certain good assets qualifications.
0: All right, y'all, that's it. We are out of time. Listeners, thank you so much for all of your questions. We hope you have a really great weekend. Stay cool out there. It's supposed to be hot. And we look forward to answering your questions next week here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan.
2: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day.